Welcome to the Elevated Woman Podcast. I'm Daniela Sani, your host, and I'm here to show you a way of living life from the inside out, to experience more freedom, meaning, and make a bigger impact in this world from your unique gifts and feminine wisdom. This is a place where heart-centered leaders share their beginnings on their journey, soulful conversations around mindset, spirituality, entrepreneurship, purpose, manifesting, and living from a new paradigm of leading with soul. My mission with this show is to inspire you to live your full expression of yourself and to show you that you can create anything you desire from a place of alignment and inspiration, no matter where you are right now. Welcome to your elevated life. Okay, welcome to another episode of Elevated Woman Podcast. I have this very special guest today, um, Anne-Marie Dubois, which decided to do this uh, interview. So I'm very excited to start this today. So before going into the conversation and everything, I am going to introduce yourself here. I'm going to read it because I don't want to miss any spot of all your introduction because I think it's quite interesting. So, okay, Anne-Marie Dubois is a Chilean based in Los Angeles, California. She's the founder of personal development brand Spiritual Superstars, and she's the author of the best-selling The Power of Color. Her great mission is to empower and heal millions of hearts through spirituality, fashion, and connect people with their inner power and the best version of themselves. As an international fashion stylist and speaker, Anne-Marie encourages others to reinvent themselves from the inside out through connection with spiritual practices, movement, music, color, and the authentic expression of your personal style. She's the author of bestseller, The Power of Color, an inspiring book designed to help women embrace and accept themselves through all the elements of life that bring color, fashion, music, dance, and spirituality. Her goal is to motivate, empower, and inspire others to live a holistic, balanced lifestyle full of joy and passion. Wow, that, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Anne-Marie. How are you? Uh, I am great. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, I, I, love your, I love your introduction. What a beautiful way to to say it. Also, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, that's that's quite an interesting story, and all that you have done. Um, so it's very interesting. So before to dive fully into your story and for you to tell us all about yourself, what you do today. Um, the first question that I ask every guest is if you have like a soulful practice or a morning ritual that sets you for a successful day. Do you have one? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a morning person and I will say the last three years I started enjoying my mornings a lot and definitely having a um, mindful routine, uh, which helps me during my day. So it's very important to start your day with a great mindset and definitely with a positive mindset. So um, I started uh, incorporating a meditation practice every morning for 20 minutes. 
Um, and also uh, something that has been very inspiring to me is to create a sacred space for me uh, to start my morning and especially with my meditations. So I have this sacred space with, with different um, things that I love. For example, candles, aromas, or a little beautiful cushion. And I'm sitting, looking at the window. So, so the sun is hitting in my face in the morning. I look at the birds singing. I enjoy the sun coming from the window or the trees and uh, just staring with a cup of coffee. That's one of my favorite things to start my morning. But something also is like, I'm not a very routine person. I get bored with routine. So sometimes, definitely the, the meditation goes every day. Uh, but sometimes, I don't know, I just wake up, I jump out of bed, I just start dancing or singing or something that brings me a lot of joy. Uh, but yeah, like, like sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's, I, I incorporate something different into, into the day to, to get out of the routine that is so boring. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I love it. There, there's so many people that they don't relate much it, to doing uh, things that are very routine-like. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel the same. I am, I'm very similar. I, I, I like to have my morning routine, but I like to mix it up with different practices. So, so yeah, Breath that's great. Another, another tool that has been really good too like to sometimes we forget to breathe yeah. <laughs> and I've seen myself oh my god I'm not breathing so I get stuck in my head I'm not thinking clearly and incorporating that meditation practice helps in, in connecting to your breath to come back <laughs> and feeling yourself is, is just bring that awareness into yourself is yeah. really good yeah beautiful do you have a special breath work technique that you use or uh, I've been practicing the um, um, breath of fire, uh, which helps oh. me get a lot of clarity in my head once I'm so stuck. And, and the other thing to calm anxiety is practicing counting six times, inhaling six times, holding it for three, in, exhaling for six and holding it. So that uh, like segmented breath work uh, helps me a lot too when I feel a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yes, yes, especially these days, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what's your sun sign? Gemini. <laughs> so ah, I'm, Gemini. I am already a Gemini. Like my, my, on, my, on the horoscope, I'm a Gemini. Uh, my sun is Gemini and my moon is Aquarius. So I am a lot of air. <laughs> wow. I know. Yeah, I, I need to ground myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. find yourself that needing to, to do some grounding techniques? A lot, yeah. So it's good to, to know yourself in different areas uh, and to know what you need. So definitely because I'm flying, I have a lot of ideas and I love to dream. I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. Uh, but sometimes it's like, okay, 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 okay. It's, okay. it's good to dream, but come back to the, <laughs> to the earth, okay? Uh, so, um, for example, going for a hike helped me a lot to ground myself. Um, going for a walk in nature, putting my feet on the nature um yeah yeah it's just, anything that is grounding for me helps me a lot but yeah yeah, yeah I'm, my sun sign is gemini <laughs> <laughs> beautiful and i'm curious do, do you know do you know what your human design is or you you have no idea about it well i heard about that a couple of years ago and what i'm aware of is that uh, is that i am a manifester 
And no makes, way. <laughs> it, makes, really? it makes so much sense because it's like, uh, I have an idea and I, I take action. I need to make it happen and it happens. So That's amazing. Yeah. Me too. I'm a manifester as well. Do you know your strategy? Uh, no. Like emotional manifestor or no? Uh, no, no, I haven't gone deep with that. Uh, okay. That's something uh, I can do right now that I have a lot of time, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to find out for yours if you want. It's super interesting. Okay. It's only manifestors are only 8% of the populations. What are the chances? Oh, look at that. This was so meant to be, you see? Yeah, that's, I have like a light from the sun. Is it a little disturbing? Can you? <laughs> it's like a shiny light. Give me one second. Bring on the light, baby. <laughs> okay, better? I think I had the... Good, good. Okay, awesome. So tell us a bit about your story and how you get to to do what you're doing today okay so uh, i am a chilean woman <laughs> born and raised in concepcion in the south of chile uh, i'm the oldest of three sisters and i'm part of my personal journey growing up uh, i studied in a french school and i i had a i didn't have a good experience in in school, I was bullied. I I went through a lot of uh, low self esteem and self doubt. Um, I was always trying to fit in. I always had that feeling that I I, that I didn't belong. I was super super shy, believe it or not. <laughs> like every time that people get to know me now, it's like you are shy. Really, <laughs> I was terrified to say present. Every time that they say my my name, the, the teachers, uh, it was like I, I was like going into a panic attack. My heart was beating so fast, and I felt so much relief every time that I say present. It was so scary for me. Or speaking in public, it was I was terrified to do that because I had so many limiting beliefs. On the uh, they're gonna think I'm stupid. They're gonna uh, make fun of my, uh, of what I'm saying, you know, so definitely very shy, very insecure. Um, and while I was growing up, I, I also was so lost in my purpose. I knew that I was, it was something around communication. I always loved acting and movies and music and everything that it was creative. Uh, so definitely I got very um, inspired dur during those tough times with, uh, with art and as a way of self-expression, something that I really love. Uh, but definitely I was so lost. And, and the society in Chile especially is, is you need to go to study this traditional career because that's the way you're going to be successful and almost like you're going to be an engineer for the rest of your life. And it's like, yeah! <laughs> and you need to make that decision uh, 18 years old, so that's crazy. Uh, I didn't know uh, in, during my 20s, I was so lost and I was super responsible. I was so responsible. I, I went from career to career and, and I was always looking for something that then the universe taught me that it was my biggest lesson. Uh, I was always looking for love outside of myself. So I was looking for the one and that like romantic relationship to have. And, and all of my experiences were so bad. I was so heartbroken. Uh, but definitely that was the big lesson to learn to love myself first. 
Uh, and because of that, I wasn't focusing on my purpose. I was just focusing on boys. <laughs> uh, until during my 30s, I, I, and I said something that around your 30s, you start like getting into that. Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my mission? And uh, getting to know myself in a deeper level. Uh, like the party and the self-destructive behaviors and the toxic friendships. Okay, I'm done with this. I need to change. I want a new life. And I have the power to start creating that new life. So I would say around 33, was it around, I was 32, 33, that my big change started and my spiritual journey began. And it's been three years that I, since I moved to, I live in LA now, Los Angeles, California, the city of the stars. Wow. <laughs> so <With Kali. laughs> such, a, such a dream come true and it's crazy because of what I was telling you, this little girl with big dreams, dreaming about Hollywood, superstars and all that. And now being here is such a dream come true. So part of my journey. And I, I've been just making it happen and learning during the process a lot. There's so much to learn every day. So I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so you studied fashion stylist in New York, right? Yes. So I, I work on corporate, I believe it or not, for a couple of years uh, on an investment company. That's part of the journey, too. You need to go <laughs> through that horrible job where you feel so empty and like your soul is dying. <laughs> the rat race. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and but I, I knew deep inside that there was so always more. And I always felt so much potential inside of me uh, that it was being wasted. And during those couple of years, I started doing my research. Like I was thinking about being a yoga teacher or like I started like my meditation practice and even like a Zumba instructor. Like <laughs> I was like all over the place trying to look for something to do different that make me happy. And I discovered this um, image consulting course uh, back in Chile and I quit. I loved it immediately. After a week, I said, this is it. I'm going to quit this job. I hate it. I'm going to start being an entrepreneur and making it happen with this business. And, and then once I started, I went to specialize in New York. That was the first time studying in the country that I love, New York City, for a couple of months at the Fashion Institute of Technology. And like, like studying in English, you know, in another language and like the number one country in the world, you know, and fashion. So that was very inspiring. And I studied there. I, I learned a lot of things uh, there about myself and also about fashion. And, uh, and then I started incorporating more, the, not just the fashion, but more into the self-development with the fashion. I started mixing more of the meditations and the spirituality Uh, and all the tools that have been really good for me and translate them into your personal style. But starting from who getting to know who you are first, connecting to yourself, and then you can communicate. Once you know yourself, you can communicate through fashion because fashion is a way of communication, a way of expressing yourself. But if you don't know who you are, like, of, <laughs> you know... Uh, so that's, that's what, I, what I've been working with, with women, especially women. Like, uh, my main focus is women. Uh, I love men. <laughs> <laughs> I love men, of course, but I, I just want to dress my boyfriend. <laughs> I'll dress my boyfriend. 
yeah, yeah. How did you get, get from being this shy little girl that wasn't that was scared of staying present in class to the woman that you are today? Like, if if people go now to see your Instagram and your videos, and you exude this personality, so extrovert and and you are not afraid of anything so how do you get from from that to to be this so such a confident woman you know what well definitely um the self-development journey has been a big part of it uh but i would say that the reward every time that i show up with like this, especially when I study, I study, well, I study theater back in Chile during this, like going from career to career, study really? theater. I studied in Concepcion and then I moved to Santiago and I study in one of the biggest academies there. Uh, and, and I, I was like uh, with, with my peers, they, they saw this big potential in me. I was like really good qualified with it. Uh, and every time that I show up, like, I think even Madonna gets very nervous before a show. Like, I get so nervous and so insecure. I don't know. But every time that I show up uh, and making people laugh is such an amazing <laughs> reward for me that I, I will say that that's been, like, reinforcing my my abilities and my my confidence every time that I'm on stage, especially. And just working on my personality and just, uh, I'm not going to say that I don't care what people think. Like we always care what people think, but I don't give my power away to what people think because I will stop doing what I'm doing. And it's just, I will say, it's, it's just not listening to that inner critic that is stopping you. Like those voices that are like, don't do this, da, 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 you're not good enough. Uh, I'm like, you know what, what have you been doing? <laughs> just answering them back. Okay, enough with that and just going out there because I always going back to the intention, I will say. Going back to the intention, why are you doing what you're doing? And every time when I go back to that, it's just I want to spread joy. And when I see people having so much fun and laughing about how ridiculous I am, <laughs> it's just, it just, this is what's so worth it. So... Uh, I will say definitely self-development uh, and getting to know yourself and all your gifts and just putting yourself out there no matter what. Because this life, uh, we're going to live this life once and and I don't want to live in a life with regret once I'm 90 because I didn't, I stopped myself from showing up or doing what I love. So, but yeah, it's been a process. It's been a process, I will say. It's been a process. Like, um, I, I would say it's just something from deep inside that is just pushing me. Uh, it's like sometimes you can't, ex can't explain it. Uh, but I know there's something in me that is driving me, this like force that is driving me into just making it happen. Yeah. 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 And you're just showing up for this in internal force, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and trusting that internal force, trusting yourself has been another, another thing. Also, I would say the support that you have from your family has been something that is really important. My dad always uh, said to me, uh, I'm going to say in Spanish, Create el cuento, cree en ti. Yeah, in yourself, right? Believe in yourself, like, like so <laughs> short and sweet, but so powerful. 
And it's like sometimes people just need to hear that. And especially some really dark times. And he said that to me and it was like, yeah, yeah that's what I needed to hear. Yeah, definitely the supporting your family is very important too. Yeah, yeah, very important. And you were talking about that before that you were looking for love outside of yourself. Ah, now I have it inside of me. Now you have it inside. <laughs> What triggered you to go into that spiritual path mm. of reconnecting with yourself? What, what happened there? Yeah, it was, um, everything started after, um, I, I had a really bad breakup and, and, and I went into really uh, a bad, I experienced being depressed for a long time after a relationship Uh, with a man uh, we were together for five years we lived together back in Santiago de Chile and the, things were not working out very well after the last year and, and it, we always know well that, that's another thing is like learning to listen to yourself or stop lying to yourself <laughs> uh, we always know that there's something weird around here so It wasn't working, and we we broke up like in a really healthy way. It was an agreement, like yeah, it's not this is not working, it's okay. But once you find out that after a month he's already with someone else, it's like that. Like I feel so betrayed. I feel so stupid. Like going into all of those feelings and so heartbroken and disappointed. Um, definitely identified that it was my ego screaming like <laughs> who do you think you are that is doing that to me you know <laughs> uh and i went through that process of letting that go for six years it took me six years to get over that relationship wow. not, because was, not because he was the one because my inner critic inner voices were so loud and then is when i started my spiritual journey During those six years, like like I would say, in six years, I finally get over of that experience. Wow! Because sometimes, six yeah. years, and did you had other boyfriends in the meantime? Like uh, nothing that I can like remember with, <laughs> like nothing very serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because your heart wasn't open for. Yeah, so I wasn't trusting, or the kind of men that I was attracting were like they were not. Um, respecting me because I wasn't respecting myself because mm. I wasn't loving myself. So I was looking for that outside, uh, but it, I needed to go inside first. Yeah. So during those six years, and I can divide it in like two, two and two. So the first couple of years is like, okay, I had this breakup. I need to like reinvent myself. Like in every big change, you're like, like you resist a little bit Then you start like, okay, accepting the process of accepting and then just okay i need to move on uh but then the, the first couple of years was a lot of party and like hanging out with girlfriends and party and toxic conversations and drugs and alcohol everything you know having a lot of fun but definitely that wasn't that wasn't helping me especially on like i was avoiding a lot And I was possessed by this party girl character. Like I wasn't my true self. I wasn't showing up as my true self. I just needed to entertain for people to love me. It was it was a it was a really exhausting time also because people demand so much from you. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just want to be quiet. It's like uh, there's something wrong with you. No, I just this is me too. You know. So people get very demanding and and in. 
a really bad experience with a guy also that I had like when, when you hit bog, rock bottom, how you say, mm-hmm. uh, when I identify, oh my God, I just need to change. This is not working. I was taking antidepressives and they were not working. Of course, you, you get into that moment and so this is not working. I need a big change. And that's when I decided, okay, um, uh, uh, I want to change. I, I want something different. And I started doing my research and a friend of mine recommend me um, uh, a spiritual retreat in the south of Chile. And I said, okay, I'm open. I'm open for everything, you know. At first I was resistant, but then I said, okay, yes, I'm going to give it a try. And uh, I didn't know exactly what it was. And it was in the south of Chile in Pucón. These um, couple therapists, uh, they were working with shamanic medicine. So they took me into a really intense detox journey uh, of a lot of purging and, and connection to Mother Earth and meditation. That's what I... I learn about chakras and getting into more into the yoga thing and and having a meditation practice and connecting with um, uh, more spiritual beings around me. Uh, and that's when I stop eating meat, you know, like my, my habits uh, when it comes to food start changing, my environment too. I was looking for like I'm, I'm done with the same conversations that my friends have on like, oh my God, I got so wasted like last weekend, you know, and there's nothing more to talk about. So I was, I was, I was looking for that. And that's when everything changed, start changing. And, and my spiritual journey began and it's been long, a long process with a lot of ups and downs, but so rewarding. Uh, Going into really getting to know yourself, taking care of yourself, loving yourself first. Um, it's, it's just, that's it. <laughs> taking care of this temple. We need to take care of this temple, beautiful temple. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Um, wow. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, and then how did you go into like, in that desire of moving to LA, what happened in that meantime of you already being into that spiritual path and all that, and then you went to LA, right? Yeah, I started my, my spiritual path and then my entrepreneurial path also with my opening my business. And, and then uh, when I went to study in New York, I met this girl, this woman outside of a club. Imagine this, this is like when the universe is perfect timing and everything was meant to be. Um, I went out by myself one night that I wanted to go out dancing and I really wanted to go to a club uh, there at the Meatpacking District, like this really cool neighborhood. And I was waiting outside to get into the club. There was this big line with a bodyguard saying, if you're not on the list, you can't get in. And like, like in the movies, you know? And I said, I'm going in. I don't know how, but I'm going to make it happen. And be- behind me, there was this woman with a couple of friends. And I asked her, are you on the list? And she said, no, but we're going to get in. Okay. And we start becoming friends during my entire um, trip to New York, we were hanging out, partying, like meditation. She was, she's very spiritual too. She's a medium. So, so she's like very into spirituality and very connected, very intuitive. And by the end of that year, she ended up moving to LA from New York to LA. 
And one day she sent me an audio. She says, uh, Anne Marie, you know what? I started doing this self development training. It's amazing. It completely changed my life. You need to come and do it. And I was like, okay, I'm open. I'm always open to experience new things. And especially because it was another excuse to come back to the US. And I said, okay. Uh, and I got my ticket to do the training. It was for five days. The training's called MITT, Mastery in Transformational Training. So it was five days, a five days process. And it completely changed my life. <laughs> it was like, I felt so connected to my heart, to my purpose, to what I want. Uh, and so like, oh my God, I'm, I'm awake. It's like just being alive, feeling alive, awake, so clear, so connected. So this MITT, uh, how different was from the one that you did, uh, that retreat that you did in, in South of Chile? Oh, it was very different because the other one, it was with shamanic medicine. Okay. So it was very intense. So like, um, so for example, I don't know if people heard about Kembo. Is a very sacred medicine from a frog from a tree from the Amazons. They they put the they burn, they the venom feet. of the and the frog. There's this poison, poison from a frog, <laughs> and it, oh my god, it's so intense. So definitely, it's way different. This is more into learning to communicate in a healthy way, connecting with others, um, letting go of your limiting beliefs, and. They do a lot of that work on your mom and dad, or your inner 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 child. Uh, but definitely, the connection with others is the most beautiful thing. And in that process, I identify like what I want in life. And you know what? It's so simple. I just want to be myself. <laughs> It's so simple. Yeah, we spent so much time trying to find this uh, thing that was going to be like a title, like a huge thing that we don't know about it and then we'll find it. But actually it, it boils down to something so simple, which is being you, which is what makes you different, what makes you being alive here in this lifetime at this moment, right? Yeah, I know it's, it's been amazing. And, and I, I cherish that, that experience. I will, I will cherish it for the rest of my life. And that was the first, it was, it was a three-step process. So it was five days, then five days, the second training, and then four months. So in total, it was five months. And that's when I decided, uh, at the beginning, I already decided this is what I want. This is my dream. I remember my dream, which I've forgotten. <laughs> you can't forget your dreams, no. And I remember, this is it. This is what I want, especially in LA. And I love the US and I'm going to marry my blue eyes American, you know. <laughs> All my dreams, you know, it was, I, was, I, were, I was remembering my dreams and I was feeling that I can't, I, I can make it happen. I can't, I have the power to create my reality. Yes, I can. And that's when I decided to, to move. And um, it, was, it was very quick. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really, I don't overthink it when, I, when I'm feeling the decision. I don't overthink it. It's just, I, I went back to Chile. I sold my car. I, 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 <laughs> I closed the, my health insurance, all of that in one week. I, and I said goodbye to my family and friends. And I, then I came back. And, and, and the, the other part of the journey has been... Uh, living in the U.S. and it's been very challenging. Uh, being away from your family and and 
and there's so much competition here, but definitely so rewarding. So rewarding. Yeah. How do you find yourself being a Latin woman, a woman from South America, living in the US, especially in LA, which is different cultures? I know there's a lot of uh, Latin people over there as well, but how was it to, to, to be inserted in that culture, working there and everything? How was it for you? Yeah, well, I, I'm still learning, <laughs> but every time, I would say every time that I came to this country, I felt very welcome, very like, oh my God, this feels like home, like I feel that I belong, uh, and and people really enjoy my personality because I'm so joyful and passionate, and something that Americans, uh, they always identify themselves as so cold, and, and they think about Latin uh, the Latinos very passionate and energetic and everything. So they always seen me as very joyful, passionate, and they, they enjoy my presence a lot. And I'm because I enjoy myself too. So, uh, but working here is, um, is very challenging because it's another culture. Of course, the Chilean culture from the different, is very different from the, the, the American culture. I will say, they're more, they're very analytical. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a process on, on, on getting to know people here. It's very, there's a, like a protocol or something to, to, to go through. Um, I, I would say Chilean people are more, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't know how to explain. I, I know that it's, it's very different. Like I was, I was on my book tour right now and I feel, I feel more, I don't know. They were maybe because women are different now in Chile too. They were more open to to explore or or to work on themselves. They're very into the empowerment right now, and here they're very empowered women. Like you, you see, you see that with strong personalities. <laughs> so they already went through that process. They're still going through that process, of course. But I think with Chile, Chilean women, they're, they're starting with that. And, and they're more open to learn a lot of tools. And, um, uh, but yeah, it's, it definitely is different. Uh, it's different. And I'm still learning here. I'm still learning to adapt, to, to see what works, what doesn't work. It's part of the challenge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You wrote a book, The Power of Color. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tell us about your book. What is it about and what inspired you to write that book? Yeah, well, uh, to begin with, I never imagined in my dreams that I was going to write a book. <laughs> no, but what wasn't your vision? Like you, you wanted to be a writer or? No, I always dreamed of being an actress. Uh, but, but a book is also, a, I, because I need to communicate in, in any way, I think a book, it was just the perfect way to communicate. And when I, and it was just also one day after I finished this training that I was telling you, MITT, I felt so inspired and with like with so many downloads and messages from I don't know where that I just one day said, I'm going to write a book. And that was the way. And I remember exactly where I was. And the day was December 1st, 2017, like sitting on my bed and on a room that I was renting and I just started writing it and, and. It, it took me like a year. It was like a year process into finish it and 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 working with someone that helped me also to to make it happen. Uh, 
because it's, it's also a really long process that you don't know. So you need, I needed a little bit of guidance with that. And the main message is, um, I share part of my personal journey that I was telling you on how I overcame being depression after this really bad breakup and being heartbroken. Connecting through fashion and spirituality and the chakra colors, the chakra, the chakra energies and around colors and chakras. So it's a mix of fashion and spirituality around that. And it's very into self-love, empowerment, um, and a mix of everything. Because for me, for example, it's hard for me to define myself as, uh, like my job doesn't define me. <laughs> and, and I do so many different things. Like I do the fashion and the styling and the meditation and the dancing. And, and I have a show now and, and I write, you know. And, and so it's defining myself as one thing is hard. So... The book has a mix of a lot of interesting things, and but definitely the main message is like uh, to believe in yourself, to love yourself first. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the tool that I give is around the seven chakra colors. Yeah, tell us uh, about that. I was reading about the chakra colors that you related with um, with superstars. Superstars, <laughs> yes, and like a color of your outfit to open like maybe a chakra that you had close on and all that. So tell us about the, the, the chakra colors and yeah. And how it relates with fashion so much and why it's so important for us to dress up in. So everything when, when, when we're thinking about uh, our healing and then our well-being, every tool helps you. So definitely when it comes to colors, it's just to bring that awareness and we were talking about our sun sign, and I was telling you that I'm, I'm air, I need to ground myself. So red is the chakra base. So we think when we, when we talk about the chakras, there are seven wheels of energy located in the center of our spine. And the first one is the chakra, the root chakra, the ones that connect you to the ground, the earth, your roots. And that is connected to the color red, el rojo. <laughs> the color red so that energy helps you to ground yourself to be connected to feel safe mm -hmm. uh, so for example people that are moving like they're all over the place they can't focus on one thing uh, definitely it's because you're not grounded so being connected to the color red when it comes to your outfit or even your food or your environment something that reminds you of like okay I need to come back and, and feel grounded um it's something that I teach and that I talk about on the book. Um, and, and different tools, for example, to ground yourself also. There's some yoga um, positions that helps you a lot to ground yourself, like mountain pose, like everything that connects you to your feet and to feeling yourself here in the earth, going for a walk or a hike or even drumming. Drumming is something that also helps you. Aroma, aromatherapy, especially with earthy scents. Everything that is connected to the earth helps you a lot. So that's what I talk about in the book. When it comes to fashion, wear an outfit that makes you feel very empowered in the color red and to, to heal yourself, connect to, to some tools. That's what, that's what I talk about in the book. Yeah, it's so powerful, the thing about our chakras and when one chakra is closed off. Um, I was, well, last night while, while I was reading... Uh, a chapter of your book 
about the colors and the chakras. I remember that when I was a kid, I was as well very into acting and performing. I wanted to be a Hollywood actress as well, and I would perform all the time. And I was very like outgoing and expressive. But I realized um, when I was growing up that it wasn't good because, for example, being the good girl was better to be quiet, to be uh, the responsible one, the one that doesn't look for fights. I was like all the time when my parents would say, don't do that. But I was like, why? I was like the advocate, that the, <laughs> the lawyer that says, why? Why I can't do that? And I wanted to express. But growing up, I learned that speaking up was not safe. So I shut that off. And like three or four years ago, I was tried to, to, I was more aware of that, that every time I would, the way that I connect is through music. I love listening to music, but I would get very emotional. I get like a knot here, like a very strong knot and start crying. It's like a pain here, like I can't speak. And I've been working on that a lot. Uh, and it's crazy how like different practices and different things have helped me to open this more and more and to speak my truth and to show up before like two years ago I would be scared to hell of doing a video or even being on a podcast like super scared of everything and it's been very helpful and the chakra that that's here is the blue right yeah. blue blue energy so yeah. singing, public speaking even wearing a necklace with a jewel a jewel that is uh, with a blue stone or something that is close to your neck or um, there's some the headstands and practicing the, those yoga positions also helps you to expand that that, that energy so there, there's tools out there so we, yeah. we just go play them <laughs> yeah exactly um we were aware of that. You were aware of that and that you needed to work through that. So that's great. Yeah, it's important to be aware of, but it's something that we don't notice sometimes. I have so much light in my face right now. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm wearing green right now. So green was the heart. Yeah. Your heart chakra, your feminine flow, abundance, growth, nature, money. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, and you relate those, the, each color with a personality, with um, with someone, with a woman, yeah. a very powerful woman. So I was telling you is like to make it fun, you know, because I always, everything that I do, I need to make it fun. And we love like uh, musicians or pop stars or uh, some looking for a role model that inspires you. Uh, so when I created my book, also I connected the colors with a quality and with a pop star, like these really powerful women that we all know. And each and every one of them, when I think about a superstar or a spiritual superstar, um, they, they need to go through so much. And uh, I imagine a lot of that, that inner critic that comes sometimes, I perform in front of like thousands of people, people loving you, people hating you. So it's like you definitely need to like have a really good mindset and come back and having some tools to, to, to ground yourself and definitely having a spiritual practice is something that I, a lot of them have. So the best example is Madonna. Oh, the best example when it, when we think about music are the Beatles too. Like they were they were like 
crazy back in the 60s. Like they couldn't even perform, they stopped performing in front of people because they couldn't hear themselves because of the screaming from teenagers. And it was so much and they needed to go and started like going deep and getting to know themselves. And they started this connecting with meditation and all of that, going to India. So that's another good example. Uh, and when it comes to these pop stores too, uh, so for example, for red, red is the color of empowerment. And when, when I think about red, I think about Jennifer Lopez. So JLo is like, she embodies empowerment when she stands on a stage, she knows that she's the queen of the world. So it's bringing that into, especially women, when we come into, when we talk about empowerment is to, to, to go back into connecting to your body and your posture and feeling that power in your body, being in that awareness in your body. Uh, the other one, when be, being aware of our hips. So Shakira is another good example. Shakira, the way that she moves her hips, and so she's so flirty and sensual and feminine, you know. And so I connect with with different different superstars. The one that speaks your truth in a and is very unapologetic is Madonna. That's the best example. She's not afraid what other people think. She just says what she feels and she's very authentic in who she is. So just bringing those examples into those qualities. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's quite a mix. What do you think that has to do, for example, um, how we dress up with our confidence, with the way that we show up in the world? Because some people say, oh, just be you, like, doesn't matter. And... And all that, I remember since I was a teenager, I was like, no, I I always remember that saying dress to impress or dress for the job that you would wish you want, you would would like to have, right? Um, So how do you think it relates to our confidence as women? So much, (laughs) especially in the times that we're living in right now, being in quarantine. uh, So... It's a mood buster once you take out, I, and I know it's so comfortable to stay in your PJs the entire day. <laughs> I know. And I've been experiencing myself too. It's like, like even today, Saturday, I could stay on my PJs the entire day. And now, no, I'm just showing up, I'm dressing up, I'm wearing this top with a bunch of colors and I already feel much, so much better about myself. Uh, and w- um, when I work with clients, for example, so they always have the excuse of not wearing heels or like, no, that's not for me. Like, I just want to be comfortable. And so you need to be very subtle with them into like, why don't you try just a little bit, like just to see. And you really see the difference on them. It's like, oh my God, I never imagined I was going to look on this, in this dress or wearing these heels. Oh yeah, they're not so uncomfortable. And they feel, even the, yeah, you see them transforming in one second, like the posture changes are like, oh, I feel so much better. That's definitely clothes makes a difference in your day and colors also, because you can change, like changing an outfit, but if it is black, uh, full black, uh, it's not going to make so much difference than wearing different colors and shapes. It really is going to, it's going to improve your, your confidence. What's your take on, because there are different colors that do better with certain type of skin and with us and, and all that. Uh, so how do we balance that? Because, yeah, we want to dress with a lot of colors. For example, for me, like I look terrible in orange or yellow. 
it just don't do well for me. So, <laughs> or maybe I just that. Yeah, it depends on and on the the. Um, it depends on uh, because when we think about green or yellow, so we think about, for example, you're wearing a, a military. It's kind of like olive military green, right? So there's different types of green. Yeah. There's more like an emerald one. There's more like um, pastel greens, or there's different. So like each and every one has a different like uh, hue. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the way that you say it. Uh, and it's gonna be, it's gonna look better in different skin tones. Uh, so some of them are gonna make you look older. Some of them are gonna look, make you look younger, or with dark circles around your eyes, or you're gonna see your eyes shining. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, we all want to shine and look beautiful, not look old <laughs> or t- and tired. <laughs> so it's identify the perfect uh, type of color for you. And it depends on your skin tone. So it's going to be a warm, warm skin tone or a cool skin tone. So, for example, I'm warm. While I see you, I, I see you more warm. So, uh, do you do you get an easy tan? Uh, yes. Or yeah, and yes. and the color of your veins, you see them more green or more blue. That's another another good tip. More I more like blue. more blue. Or blue, yeah. yeah. This is, I, I can't see here. Some people are a mix. So it is when we talk about colors, is divided in four seasons. So the ones that are warm are the spring and the autumn, and the ones that are cool are winter and summer. Mm. And they have different color palettes and everything. There's a lot of there's a stool there's there's a study around that. So, uh, but yeah, it's like letting go of that story. Oh no, just yellow doesn't look good for me. But maybe it's not the right kind of yellow that you're going. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, you know. Uh, it's just I always encourage people into to to write a new story when it comes to colors and fashion and and just to try just to try. There's you you have nothing to lose with trying, and, yeah, and they always absolutely. feel so much better once. They <laughs> oh, absolutely! How are you mixing today these two things, these two passion of yours, the spirituality with fashion, with uh, the image consulting? in your work? Um, well, something that, I, that I, I'm starting actually right now uh, with all of this quarantine thing is um, a community that is called Spiritual Superstars. So first, first I, 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 I wanted to brand it as a self-development brand, which it also is, but I'm creating a community around that. So uh, especially for... for uh, to end up loneliness. I live by, I'm experiencing this uh, by myself and I thank God I have the tools. I feel actually so creative and very grounded and safe, but I know there's a lot of people that live by themselves and maybe they don't have a good relationship with themselves and they need these tools that I've been learning. So the way that I'm mixing it right now is building community and, and starting a weekly call with creating a group where, where we're going to talk about different tools around empowerment, spirituality, self-development, and also fashion to have fun, you know, maybe create a, a runway call, you know, like just to showing up our outfits and have fun or karaoke night, you know, <laughs> or going deep on writing, rewriting some like a new story or, or talking about your vision, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm building something that I'm very passionate about now. 
and I'm doing it for free now. It's just, uh, I'm just there all of our gifts, I think. And that's the way that I'm feeling. And it feels very authentic to me to, to make a difference with people that really need it. And, and to be, we're in this together. How everybody says <laughs> we're in this together. So we want to get through this. So as much as I can, I can do with what I know. I'm going to make it happen. So that's what I, the way that I've been doing it right now. And it's so connected. It's like, it's being connected to, to feeling good about yourself, translated into your style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It has a lot to do with one to another, right? Uh, I wanted to ask you for the woman that might be listening to this podcast, to this show. Um, so what would you say to this woman that might be listening right now that don't feel very secure in her, herself, like he, she doesn't feel very confident uh, in everything, in every area of her life that but might be lacking some sort of like confidence or belief in herself. What would you say to her? <sighs> What would I say to that woman? I will take them into, into envisioning first the woman that she always dreamed of being. I, will, I say like, uh, like practicing, like, like seeing your, like think about your future self and seeing yourself like how would it be like that, you know, and we will go back into the dream. It's like, what would be like the, the, this, this woman that you feel so proud about yourself? How does she look? How does she move? Uh, what does she do? What is the difference that she's making in the world? I, I will take them into an inner self journey uh, to see herself and that she has the power to make that happen and to stop those conversations around that I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough because that, that <laughs> that's not going to help you with your life. Like what is the best life that you want to live? I will, I, will, I will say that. What is the best life that you want to live and that you have the power to make that difference? And to definitely, it's, it's the, these are easy words, but definitely the believe in yourself and you can make it happen. Yes, that's the way. And you're not alone in this. Uh, you have people supporting you and you're not alone in this. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it's so important to have a community, right? To have a community of other women that can see that. Yeah before you can see it sometimes, right? You're understood, yes. 100%. Yeah, that you are understood. What's one mindset shift that has helped you the most over the years? Oh, what a good question. <laughs> good mindset shift. Um, oh, the surrender and trust the process, I would say. Because it's like we, we want to be so in control of things and when, once things are not working the way that we want to, we get so frustrated and and it's just, you know what, like, um, like even for example, the process with my book, I was, we're so focusing on like having it done by, by when and by then and if I don't have it, it's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> enjoy the process of your creative process, enjoy it every day of it. Uh, and that's being in the moment. So definitely being in the present moment, surrender and letting go and just have fun with the process. That's been a big one. <laughs> yeah. 
Enjoy the process. <laughs> enjoy the process, baby. Like, for example, now we're quarantined. Well, you get to enjoy the process, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're connected more than ever. I feel like even if we are disconnected, I feel like there's this urge for people to connect on a deeper level. Um, yes, 100%. That's amazing. So in moments of crisis, so many opportunities. See? Exactly, exactly. It all depends on how you choose to see it, which perspective, right? Perspective, yes. So what's one thing that you attribute your success in your business? Um, I, I would say authenticity. Just just showing up as like, this is this is me, I'm not perfect, I, I don't have the, the solution for your life, but I... I know what has been helping for me, uh, helping me, and I really want to share this. I, and I would say authenticity, being being warm and close to people, uh, it's been, uh, yeah, but definitely being authentic. I think that's key. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one thing that you wish you knew when you first started. Uh, when when is my my Prince Charming coming? <laughs> No, no. That I wish I knew. I don't know. Um, like, what do you mean with new? Like, what do you wish you knew before? Like, when you started? Like, if if you knew your path ahead, what, what was the thing that you wish you knew before? I think that I wish I did. I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, like I, 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 I mean, I'm enjoy. I, when I think about, for example, I have, no, I don't want to know about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I think keeping the mystery is good because you get surprised when, once it happens. So I wish like, um, I, 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 I wish I didn't knew. <laughs> good. Um, what are you like what is something new that you are learning right now something new that you are into it right now that or that you are working on that it makes you very excited at the moment oh yeah i'm working on i started my new show instagram show so i'm, I'm inviting different guests when it comes to the spiritual world or entertainment world to inspire everybody to remember our dreams. So that's something that is, it gives me purpose and keeps me very inspired. Um, and uh, I'm working on a masterclass then we're, we're editing still to put it out there. And um, yesterday I took a workshops around um, numer how do you say numer numerology? numerology? Numerology. Learning about my numbers. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah, and I learn I learn about that and how to do it for other people, and that was really cool. But that's something that I learned, and cool. and it's so funny because when when was like, they told me my numbers, uh, and I'm a three, and that means communication is like my purpose, and and always doing it with joy. That's what the guy said. The teacher said to me, like, your joy is your your virtue, and and do do it with joy always. And I was like, yep. That's me. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> That's what I've been doing all this time. 
Oh my God, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right. Okay. <laughs> okay. To all the listeners, to all these women, what is one book that you would recommend them if they are starting their path in personal development or in their new business? What is one book that you would recommend them that was very important for you? Uh, for me, as someone that I love, that it helped me a lot in, during my process and gave me a lot of hope and inspiration, it was um, when I started doing yoga, I follow yo um, yoga girl, Rachel Brayton. That's her name. She is from Sweden and she lives in Aruba and she it was just so beautiful. And she wrote a book sharing about her personal journey and her story. Uh, starting being a yoga teacher and that, I, I just love that book that inspired me a lot actually to write my own book and I, I'm quoting her in one of the the chapters and and I love her I, lo I love that woman yeah cool I'm going to link that in the show notes so everyone can go and 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 go through the link and see that book yeah awesome. and the power of color of course Of course, The Power of Color. I'm going to link that as well. Definitely, you have to uh, read it. Um, it's in English and Spanish, right? Yes, yes. And yes. where can they find it? Uh, they can find it on Amazon or in Chile, I have... Um, I have some copies that can be they can be delivered there. Uh, but the, the main platform is Amazon or going into my own website, um, spiritualsuperstars.com. Awesome. And um, where else can people find you? Um, social media. My social media Instagram is the Anne Marie Dubois. So it's T H E N Marie Dubois on Instagram. And my fan page is Spiritual Superstars on Facebook. And my website, how was saying, is spiritualsuperstars.com. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And I'm going to link all that so people can follow you. Please go and follow her because, like, your energy is it's something that you want to be around. And... Yes, I, I really recommend everyone to follow you and to see more of what you're doing because it's very interesting, especially now that you're going to that sp um, spiritual superstars and all that. And before we wrap up, I want to end with asking you, what's your favorite quote? If you have one. Oh, my favorite quote. Um... Not all those who wander are lost. <laughs> so one that really, oh, that makes so much sense. So yeah, especially in that time that I was told that, I was like, not, all, not the, all those who wander are lost. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And I am so, so thankful for having you on the show. Thank you for coming, for taking the time to share your story. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for inviting me. This was such a joy. And anything that I can do to support you and happy to the soul. Amazing, amazing what you're doing too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. That was really, really, really lovely. Thank you. And I send you a kiss. Thank you. And thanks for listening to this episode. That was great. 
and see you on the next episode. I hope you liked today's episode and if you are enjoying the show, I'd be super grateful if you head to iTunes and leave a star or review. It means a lot to me so I can keep creating more value in here and reach more women. Thanks for being here and I see you on the next episode.